Welcome to Cast Radio, the official radio station of the Get It On Vinyl Revolution. Welcome to Cast Radio. Tonight, we're discussing digital streaming music and the negative impact it has on labels, artists, and how it furthers the digital standard. Let's get something straight. The music industry has changed more in the last five years than it has changed in its entire history. Five years ago, we were still deep in digital piracy problem. The industry was hemorrhaging red ink and billions were being lost due to outright theft of intellectual property. Ten years ago, iTunes Music Store was still very much in its infancy offering only a handful of downloads, and many artists and labels still unwilling to sell their souls to Steve Jobs in return for pennies on the dollar for their back catalogs. However, as time progressed, so did iTunes. More people followed the Piper into the world that they thought would be their saving grace, and once again returned them to the land of profit. Today, there are very few holdouts who refuse to jump on the bandwagon, and for many, they didn't have a choice as their labels made the decision for them. So here we are, 10 years and 24 billion downloads later. By this time, many consumers, artists, and labels assumed that the sheer number of digital downloads would have made up for the loss of physical music revenue. It was assumed that by now, billions would be made and physical music and record stores would be all but dead. Well, as it turns out, neither was true. Of course, as we all know and love, vinyl record sales have indicated that it takes a little more than clever media devices and turtlenecks to change the music industry. Vinyl sale increases are now firmly in the double digits and it is quickly becoming the trend that the industry never saw coming. It also turns out that the billions of dollars that the industry was to be rolling in came in just a few cents short. Quantity did not translate into actual profits when the profit margin was razor thin. The perverted idea of killing the album format in place of force-feeding top 40 singles killed the sales even further. The land of milk and honey that so many thought the music industry would return to is nothing more than a desolate wasteland of disposable digital bullshit. To make matters worse, people are still complaining. The digital download was supposed to be the saving grace to the overpriced CD market. After all, it was the price of CDs that so many justified their illegal downloading practices. However, even with the Apple-mandated price of $0.99 and $1.29 downloads, people are still bitching about the price of music. Online bloggers, who we will not call out yet, state time and time again that the idea idea of actually spending money on music is ridiculous and musicians should be forced to make their meager ends meet with just live acts and merchandise. It is bullshit, but it's still going on. But that is where we are. That is the world that was created when Apple, 
not exclusively, but mostly pioneered this world of digital standard and devalued music to the lowest possible level. However, we are finding that Apple is, well, struggling. People are moving away from the popular music rent-a-center and opting for more digital music streaming services. Unfortunately, this is just a step further down the rabbit hole. Let's get a few things clear about digital music streaming services. First of all, digital streaming music providers like to tout their services are artist and label friendly. They proudly and regularly remind the media just how much they have paid out royalties. They beat their chests with pride about how they pay more in royalties than any other radio outlet. And they're right. They're right. Digital streaming services do pay a large percentage of their royalties directly to the labels. The problem lies in the percent of royalties per play. Let's do some math. Let's say an artist makes their latest single available for streaming on Spotify. While each label negotiates their own royalty levels, the average is just under half a cent per play. Less than half a cent per play. So, that means for an independent artist to make, oh, $100, that song has to be played over 25,000 times. Want to make $1,000 off your latest single? It has to be played over a quarter of a million times. This is impossible for an independent artist, especially a newer, yet-to-be-discovered artist. Let's not forget that for those on a label, that number is cut at least in half, and the artist now has to generate half a million plays to generate the same revenue. Furthermore, what if the band has four members? That means that the single will have to receive over 2 million plays to generate $1,000 per member. It's unfair and unreasonable for labels and the consumer to justify this amount as reasonable royalties. It is unreasonable for the labels to determine that this is financially lucrative for the artist. To make matters worse... This furthering of the digital standard does nothing more than devalue music even further. On-demand music streaming removes the concept of the album completely. While the album format suffered a major blow by iTunes and other digital music suppliers pumping top 40 singles, on-demand radio removes the desire to listen to the entire album altogether. Now... We are not saying that the world should do away with digital music streaming. We have said time and time again that the digital format has its place. It is the most convenient way to listen, and in the case of online streaming, one of the best ways to actually discover new artists. There is no denying that. However, in order to better promote and better support the artists involved, a few things need to change. First of all, the royalties must be re-examined. Percentage-wise, the royalty payments are fair. However, the actual royalty payment itself needs to be increased. The numbers do not support any kind of reasonable payment to the artist. Whether the increase in royalties is recouped from either advertising revenue or subscription fees, it is the first thing that needs to be changed. 
Let's not beat around the bush. The reason royalties are so low is because the majority of online radio listeners are free, non-subscribing customers. They are ad-supported listeners. Meeting demand of both the listeners and the advertisers is a delicate balance. Either the ads need to increase to pay artists their fair share, or they need to seek higher paying clientele. You want less ads? Pony up! Open your wallet and support the musicians who are providing your entertainment. Secondly, the industry needs to stop furthering the digital standard by simply offering a link for digital purchase while they are playing a song. Why not link to a place where the physical music can be purchased? Physical sales are what support artists best financially, if the companies peddling the digital radio really cared about the artists dominating their playlists, they would be offering this option. The crap factor of this situation lies with the new upcoming iRadio. Apple doesn't sell physical product. Hell, they don't even sell the ownership to the tracks people pay for. It can only be assumed that they're Buy Now link will lead to no other place but the iTunes Music Store. Pandora and Spotify could get on board with this and shut down Apple before they even get into the game. Finally, artists need to show some backbone to their labels and demand certain restrictions on their music being played on streaming radio. The digital standard has all but ruined the album concept in its single-pushing happy fantasy land. Some big-name artists have grown frustrated with the system. We're not talking about indie artists. Adele, Coldplay, and the Black Keys have restricted their music from Spotify. In addition, many artists are getting wise to the twisted math that makes up the royalty numbers. Black Keys frontman Dan Arbach told Billboard magazine that the royalties from streaming services were, quote, so minuscule it's laughable. It's a cool thing to have if you're in a new band and you want to be heard, but if you are a bigger band that's already known and you rely on record sales for a living, then it's really no place to be. The problem is that the big labels still have it in their head that the digital format, download, or streaming somehow will be the saving grace to their financial woes. They are still blinded by the idea that quantity will make up for lack of full physical album revenue. The sad part is, it won't. Physical music is vital to any artist or label survival, and it should be the first priority when they are promoting their artist, no matter what the medium. Thank you for listening to this week's WaxCast. We are glad to be back. The WaxCast archive is fully updated, so make sure to go check that out. As always, we appreciate your input. We want your comments. Email us at sideb at getitonvinyl.com. The revolution rolls on.